Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, morbidly themed games, elevators to the unknown, witty banter, creepy mannequins, and a truly original sentence series. Listener discretion is advised. Spyrokin Anime Club, Episode 1, Death Parade. Hello and welcome to Spyrokin's Anime Club, our newest podcast where we actually talk about some of the anime which is coming out and what's old and new. I'm your host, Zan, and with me today is our new co-host. Uh, why introduce yourself? That would be Michael. How are you doing, Sam? Not bad. Chilling out, relaxing, and dealing with this horrible weather outside that is not really horrible because the government went crazy and said, it's going to be a snowstorm, and it's not. Do you know I stayed up till 3 in the fucking morning watching a live webcam just so I could see a blizzard? And I saw it dusting. Uh, To be fair, I mean, what did you guys get? Like, uh, five inches? Five to seven inches? Something like that. I was at work for 24 hours, so (laughs) that's always fun. Trapped on the road, man. Trapped on the road. I, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, I was in the chat room, and I don't know if you even hit that up uh, to see, like, the live feeds, and everybody was, there was 700 people chatting, and it had, like, 10,000 people watching, and everyone in the chat was so obsessed of every little sound that they were analyzing, like, literally everything. They got, there was almost a, a, an outcry for a plow that came by. It was, I've never seen people get more excited over the dumbest shit. It was, and sadly, I was thoroughly engaged. So the fact that I watched till 3 a.m., I include myself in that in that group. Well, it was a fun, I mean, at least we didn't get hit like, I know Long Island got hit hard. In Boston, they got decimated, I heard. So it wasn't a complete loss. It was just New York and New Jersey was useless. Most of them. Yeah, they really misdiagnosed New York City. I mean, I, I was, and, and damn it, I know you live there, man, but, uh, I was, as somebody that was watching it from afar, I was really hoping you guys got slammed. I'm sorry, but I, I needed something in my news cycle. No, I was kind of hoping for it too, a little bit, just out of some sick curiosity, but long run, here's what I'm going to say about it. 
I think it's better to be the dick who does something and nothing happens, and the guy who said, oh, everything's going to be fine, and then we get slammed, and then it's you got a bunch of deaths. So you're defending Al Roker and his kin? Oh, not Al Roker. I'm defending the, the governor for making the call on closing the roads. No, good call. I mean, and they did that, and then they also uh, called off school, right? I mean, that was closed for days, I think? Or was it just the next day? Just one day, but I do say that Al Roker and all of his kin should be shot and drawn and quartered. Thank you, because all they do is lie. Yes, any you other job? weather reports. Yeah. It's like, it's going to snow, it's going to snow, it's going to be two feet. I mean, I heard, if I'm not mistaken, I heard two feet of snow. And that's straight <laughs> up bullshit right there. And then on the other hand, in Arizona on New Year's Eve, yeah, everything's going to be fine, 90 degrees, and it's snowing in fucking Las Vegas. Any other <laughs> We tr- get that all the time here, man. I'm in Southern California, and I was – I mean, we don't get snow that much, but at least where I'm located. But I was told we were going to get – this was probably you know three weeks ago, four weeks ago – that we were going to get like 10 inches of snow. We got what amounted to – probably less than, I mean, it wasn't even an eighth of an inch. And I was looking forward to not going to work. I was making all these plans. And then I just felt betrayed. You know, can't they get in the ballpark? I mean, for Christ's sake, what year is it? We still can't tell if it's the difference between 10 inches of snow and like an eighth of an inch of snow or two feet of snow and five inches. You'd think we could get closer than fucking that. I just think that they don't know what they're doing anymore. They used to kind of know, but now they don't. And now it's like any other job. If you made a mistake like that where it's okay, if a roofer was a foot and a half off, they'd be fired. But these guys, let's give them another million dollars. Now, for those meteorologists out there who are listening, who are fans, I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. But some of the guys, I mean, not all of you are like this, but the bigger guys, I think they're just a bunch of lying assholes. I think you're right, man. You give them hell. So besides that talk, let's talk a little bit about the animes. Now, what's your history with anime? Are you just getting into it? Have you watched some stuff? Like, what is your favorite, your top five, if you've watched it? Or what have you seen? (laughs) Well, that's going to be a problem with the top five. I have watched anime in the past. I did recently finally go back and see Cowboy Bebop, because that's the one that everyone says, if you're going to get into anime, see fucking Cowboy Bebop. And to be fair, they were right. Great, great series. Oh, yeah. Besides that, I kind of got into High School of the Dead a little bit, just not awful, but, it, you know, <laughs> it was something to watch on Netflix. And then besides that, it was mostly the movies, like Spirited Away and Kiki's Delivery Service and those ones, which Spirited Away is still on my top 20 movies of all time. Oh, and yeah. I, I love it to death. I mean, I don't know. I, I wish everyone would see it. I, it blows me away that the people haven't seen that masterpiece. So regarding my, like my experience with anime, it's more the mainstream, uh, mainstream stuff. It's oh, not yeah. uh, nothing too obscure. Oh, yeah. oh, Ghost in the Shell, too, by the way. Yes, and I'm, I'm guessing you've seen like the others, the the non quote unquote animes like Robotech and the stuff that was on cartoons when we were kids. I did see Robotech, but like it's been since I was a kid since I've seen Robotech, so it's been a while. Like oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that in, in the vein of Robotech and Voltron together. Yeah, yeah. So it's so you so you have some. That's not a problem. Like as for those you don't know who have listened to this podcast or joining us. Anime is pretty cool. I like a lot of stuff. Kiki's is definitely up there for Miyazaki films. Huge fan of a lot of the new stuff like Redline. If you have not watched it, definitely recommend it. We have two reviews of it. That's how good it is. It is crazy. It is like Wacky Races in Space. It's one movie. That's it. That sounds entertaining as hell. I'm going to uh, have to check that out. Yeah, if you, I'll send a link later. I'll show you the, I'll show you the opening race. It's on 
YouTube. But let's get to something, because we're now in, actually, the we're talking about something new today, because I know we were supposed to be talking about Dokuru-chan, but I said, you know what, we'll actually use something modern, something new, something which is actually coming out right now, because it actually was released three weeks, or two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago it was released. And this is something that is actually released by Studio Madhouse. Now, for those who don't know, they made Redline. They're one of the big top gorillas out there. Um, so this is directed sure. in... It was based on a short that was going to be shown at the Young Animator Trainers Project Anime Mirai in 2013. It's every year they fund young animators, the major companies, and they release films based on 38 million yen. So they're given, like, what is it? That's $20 million to make an animation that's 30 minutes long? So it's kind of like a grant in a way, then? Yeah, and they release it, and... There was three other films besides this one. There was Rio by Studio Gonzo. That one's okay. It was okay. Of course, by our favorite company, Studio Trigger, they did Little Witch Academia, which is, that's amazing. And then you had this one called Aruvu Rezuru, which is about mechanical fairies. It's, it's almost like the rapture meets the matrix. Like people are plugged in and then suddenly the rapture happens. So people just disappear. And then one of these people, it's her little sister. And then it's possessed by someone else. It's weird as all fuck. <laughs> That sounds like a trip. I'm writing these down. I gotta check some of these out. Especially, I, I like the Rapture Meets the Matrix. That's uh, that was my favorite indie band, by the way. Oh yeah, and then of course you had this one, which was an interesting story. Like I said, it came originally, then it was re-released over here. They gave the guy who made this. He Madhouse just said, "Okay, we love this." Here is however much you want. We're giving you the studio. We're going to give you Yuki Hayashi, and you get 12 episodes. And hopefully this actually, I think this series may succeed. We're going to find out. So we're talking about the first three episodes of a little series called Death Parade. Based off the 2013 animated short Death Billiards. Yep. Which I just love that title. <laughs> well, should they have kept it Death Billiards, you think? Or you think Death Parade works no. better? No. I love Death Billiards, the title, because I really don't, in a way. I mean, I thought it, it, it sounds really corny, so I think the Death Parade is much more marketable. Because Death Billiards, even though I haven't seen the animated short, I've only seen the series so far, I'm assuming that the game featured in Death Billiards is, in fact, Billiards, correct? Yes, it is, even though they say it's pool, well, but it's Billiards. Oh. <laughs> But um, death pool would be you know a little a little odd. People might think different things about it. You know, a swimming competition. Um, or they might think something from Marvel. Marvel might sue you. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> so to not spoil too much, the whole premise is that this whole series takes place in the Queen Dequium, which is a bar in the corner of the world, which no one really knows where it is. There is a bartender, Decium or Dequium, who is there. He's assisted by this black-haired woman, just known as Woman, and their deal is two people will show up at the same time, and these two proprietors of this bar have them play a game, and the outcome stuff happens. And when they, when the two people show up at this bar, they actually appear through two elevators, and that is the most awkward scene I've ever, I couldn't possibly imagine. Two people step out of elevators, have no idea why they're there, and they just look at each other. And it's, it's, it's just su such an awkward scene. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable watching it. Oh, yeah. It was weird. And then from there, it's interesting because you see that when Dequiem shows up, super deadpan, he says, okay, I'm going to ask you both to bet your life and play a game. Based on this roulette wheel, which is not a roulette wheel, it's a square. 
That takes you out of the moment, folks. When somebody says, here's a roulette wheel, it's like if someone says, here's a circle, and they show you a picture of a square, you want to say, no, that's a fucking square. But uh, the fact is, they actually point out in the movie, they say, like, that's not a square. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. It's like, just go on. Because Deckham apparently has no, he's super deadpan, just super, just, you don't know if he's, well, we know a little bit about him. Now, should we, you think we should spoil the actual twist of the show? Uh, yeah, you know what? Because they actually spoil it pretty quick in it. I mean, it's what, it's within like the first five minutes, ten minutes. You you, you either, they either spell it out or you, you know where it's going. I mean, everyone can see where it's going. Yeah, I know. I figured it out like within a couple of minutes, but pretty much the reason why it's called Death Parade and what it is is they're actually in kind of purgatory because if you die at the same time as someone else you end up in this place and by how you act during the game that determines if you go to the void which is your soul disappears forever or you get reincarnated or as they say heaven or hell which really might make you think twice about who you hang out with because if you go down with the person that you're next to you you might be playing a game with them i'm gonna just from now on i'm not going to be seen in public unless i'm with like you know a 12 year old spinny <laughs> boy that Actually, that sounded really bad. <laughs> just a little. Yeah, yeah, just a little bad. Um, yeah, I don't know how to back myself out of that one. Well, uh, maybe well, an infant. No, no, that doesn't work either. Shit. No, 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 um, no, no. Maybe yeah. it's just someone who just is, well, that was the thing in the, the short. The short was, it's an old man versus a young guy playing billiards, and the young man's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good. I, I, there's this girl I like that met her at the pool parlor. Really good at pool. And this old man's just a little old man. And you see that this kid, he gets two balls in, then he misses. And he's just laughing like, I got this. I'm good. They see the old man, his, the way his hands are positioned and how he's kind of trembling. But then you see when it flashes back to his past, because you see their past kind of, because they don't remember what happens. They remember later on what happens at the end of the, the game. But you see he was an expert billiard player. Like he'd won trophies and stuff back when he was a young man. Oh, so we got Paul Newman playing in this. That that's, was, that that's was impressive. It. I like the fact that they don't remember anything to, of their circumstances until the end. Yeah, the, the, that's a nice hook, too, because it keeps you hanging in there to see what exactly. You always know something's up, and there's little cues. I'll say in, in there's, right now there's only three episodes available, but in the third episode, I really thought they were going to go one direction, and they, or I thought I kind of had it partially figured out, and they, they took it a little bit different. Nothing that earth-shattering, but it was you really couldn't tell what happened to where yeah. that one was going yeah you know, like this so one? in the in the first one you kind of got a feeling you, you, i mean there was there were some red herrings and some false leads but you at least knew what was going on probably about what 15 minutes in i mean it was, it was pretty quick you knew something was up yeah but the decision that i didn't see coming though yeah i i was a little confused because i was waiting for i don't want to give anything away but but you're right yes i think i saw some of it coming i was waiting i'm always waiting for maybe what's unexpected just because i've been conditioned that way with all the shit that's out there but they kind of covered the decision that's made in episode number two yep and that's what i really didn't see coming yeah it seems like because the unlike other animes or other shows which have it where it's like if it's a serialized event like this kind of is, or it's each one's an enclosed story, every episode's an enclosed story. But this one, the second episode, is happening kind of at the same time as the first episode, and it explains more of what's going on. It tells you, okay, here's more of the setup. 
That's, you know, Zan, that was one of my biggest problems with that episode is I like the reveal. You basically see the first episode from a different perspective in the second episode. What I didn't, which I, I like that idea, what I didn't like is they use so much from the first one that I, and maybe it's just because I watched them back to back, but I'm like, I've already seen this part like show me more what's going on behind the scenes i don't need to hear this dialogue because i i i know what's going on you could pretty much just give me a couple lines and all i could know what's going on or even just show it happening in the background but you know i'm, I'm guessing that uh, uh because it's airing you know weeks apart they needed to do that for the public yeah but it's still a clip show in the second episode is a little risky i think even though it's not a would it, would you say that's a clip show? It's partly a clip show. I mean, there were, and that's another reason that that I do get irritated with stuff like that because they were. It wasn't like they redrew <coughs> scenes, which if they did that, I would have been very impressed. Like if they if no scene was from the first one and they were all redrawn, maybe from a different angle, something like that, that'd be kind of cool because it wouldn't be like you'd be you know you'd be hearing the dialogue from a totally different angle. But it was just, there was a lot of the same scenes in it. And I'm like, okay, all right, I see where you're going with this, all right. So the second one, even though there's kind of a big reveal in it, eh, <laughs> I'm a little iffy on that one. Yeah, the second episode is the weakest link. Out of the two first and third episode, they are so different from each other. It's You can't pick them apart because they're both equally good, I think. Number three, I really thought, and like I said, we're not giving any spoilers away here, so uh, I kind of have to speak in code to Zan. Actually, you know what? How about this? Right now it is 17 minutes, 23 seconds. For the next three minutes... If you, do, if you have not seen this yet, haven't watched it, skip ahead. So from this point, when you hear the beep, till the next point, skip ahead because there will be spoilers. Okay? Okay. So now we can go? Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. So number three, the reveal, of course, is that the girl you think is the girl this guy had basically the love of his life that is in his past and it's in this battle of bowling with him she's not who you think she is she turns out to be his best friend who actually like had surgery to make herself more pretty because he only was ever interested apparently as a friend i really thought when they mentioned surgery uh, i thought it was that his friend I knew that she, she was his best friend. I got that. But I thought that she went into surgery and that she was actually used to be a boy and that he didn't care. That's where my mind went. Probably the Internet did that shit to me. Well, I thought more like the lines that he actually that she did something horrific, like she actually killed the other girl and then he killed her. That's what I thought. You know, and that would have been. See, to me, I don't know that that's why number three just was really it, it's. Yeah, <laughs> it, it had, there was so much potential there. I thought for it, it, they played it really, really safe and, they, they and, and did, really awkward. It's like, who, who cares? She had plastic surgery. Like what? Uh, I, I just didn't get there was no strife there at all. There was because he could have screwed her. She could have screwed him. And he I like the fact that oh, right. that he did as opposed to saying, yeah, they're both going. They literally both, you know, he said, look, can we have some time left? And that kind of, I think that's what made them both get reincarnated. That's what I think was the turning point. Also, the fact that the closing theme actually showed what happened, I like that. I dug that. I dug, I dug all the, yeah, I noticed that at the episode. Normally I skip past the credits, but as we skipping past them, I was seeing all of what they were doing on, on, on the date, which was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Now, are we done with the spoilers? I think, I think, uh, yeah, we're done with the spoilers. So, 
All right, so Zan put in the other beep here. Okay, so now that the spoilers are a little bit done, besides that, it throws a couple of questions to start off. Like, we have, well, the characters themselves, like Dequiem, he admits he's not human, so he has no real basis on it, so he needs his assistant to be that human link. And him being kind of otherworldly, I like that he's a little bit, he's almost out of touch. Right, and then he needs his assistant to be the human factor to it, though. Although, I will say he does have a very much like uh, data from Star Trek The Next Generation sense of humor in certain aspects. Like in the aforementioned episode number three, he gives a time frame on something that's ridiculous, and you think he's kind of being an ass, and it is like, no, joking. <laughs> like, yeah, you've no. never heard a joke before. But he's so deadpan that you, you would never pick up on it. Yeah, he's very dry wit, and I like that about him. The assistant, who's literally her name is just woman, because we have we don't know anything about her. I'm curious what her deal is. Is she someone who went there, or is she someone who's there, or she's condemned there, or is it that something happened, that she was in the room, and then they kind of... Because, not spoilers, but in the movie... One of the characters, you know, there are two characters, an old man and a young man. In the opening credits, which I actually like the opening theme. It, it doesn't fit, but it fits in a weird sort of way. <laughs> we'll get to the opening in a bit, but the old man in the credits is the same old man. I got to say about that, by the way. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it's the same old man, so I'm like, wait a minute. So does that mean you could join in? Like, if I don't want to go either, I could just be recruited? That's the feeling I'm getting from the nameless woman. Uh, I, obviously, we, we don't know what happens yet. We're, it's pure speculation. But uh, just the way she has no memory just makes me think that maybe she was actually there in a competition before. Yeah. And, and so somehow something happened and she stayed. You know, who knows? Uh, who knows why? they? Maybe they choose people. I don't know. Yeah. And then the girl, Nona, what her deal is, because she seems to be the boss. Yeah, you know what, from the first episode, I thought, she, not only was she was the boss, but she's very high up in the ethereal rankings. Yeah, so <laughs> almost either... Almost like a, a, I almost thought she was a deity, but oh. I don't think she is now. I could be wrong on that. There's certain little things you see that show that she's in charge. Yeah, I think, not going to spoil it because we don't know anything yet, but I'm thinking either she's been there long enough where she, one of these, whatever they are, if they're angels or or constructs, she's the first one made even though she looks the youngest, or she is a personification of death. Ooh, I like where you took that one. I did not see that going there. Just be, and for anyone that's going to watch it, the reason is you wouldn't see it because she's unassuming that way. She's like, you know, she wears white. She's blonde, I think, isn't she? And yep. she's a little short, petite thing. She would be the very definition of non-threatening, although she kind of shows she can be. So I like where you took that, huh? Personification of death. I dig that. Yeah, and unlike Bleach's Shinigami, this one she seems like, okay, she's similar to Sandman's death a little bit, where it's like, okay, I'm not going to be all grim and depressing, but it's a job. Yeah, you, you know what? You're right. I'm wondering where that's gonna, how that's going to turn out. I mean, is this a full, is this 12 episodes? Do we know? Yep, it's 12 episodes, 30 minutes long each. Yep, they got 12 episodes, which is a half season or a shorter season. So it should be, it might be really good. If it does really well, they may do a sequel. But it's, I think 12 episodes, they could tell the whole story. Yeah, I, I'm. that was kind of one of my problems overall with, 
with the series is I, I'm wondering how, like, if they really did intend to keep this going for three, four seasons, you're going to have to have some major story arcs because it, it's going to wear thin. I mean, it's a good gimmick. Kind of like it reminds me of like, like I'm sure it's going to get the comparison as like a Twilight Zone episode almost because of the premise behind it. Or actually probably more like a Black Mirror episode. It is similar to that. Like that. A lot of Senin series, and this is, I guarantee this is Senin series. Now, for those who don't know, Senin is, when you divide anime and manga up, there are multiple different genres. You have the shonen genre, which is geared towards children who are between the ages of 7 through 15. Ironically, that's what we mainly get here. There's shoujo, which is for girls. There's Gekiga, which is the period piece stuff. But then there's Senin, which is my personal favorite. Senin is for the adult male between the ages of 19 through 40. And these cover all the oh, games. Oh, I got time, man. Nice. So this is one of those one that it it's obviously it's for an adult. It's not the Noitanima level adult, but it is an adult series. I mean, there's for the most part, adults are the characters. I don't see a lot of kids in this show. It has a more mature theme to it, and similar to another show that's a set in one Mushishi, it's very episodic. And there's you have characters who reoccur, but they're not the main focus. They're kind of the window dressing to the situation. Um, so, right. But yes, it's a very sentence series. Now for the, let's talk about the intro and outro, the music itself. The episode music, the oh, background God, I'm music. Oh, looking forward to this. <laughs> okay, background music is sedate. It kind of fits a little bit. It, it blends in. It's almost like a good soundtrack where you don't hear it, but you know it's there. Right. The soundtrack, and in fact, to be fair, while watching it, I didn't make any notes about what was playing in the background at all, which is a good thing. That's, that means it just plays into the scene. Yeah, it's not offensive, it's relaxing. Now, the intro is completely contrast to the series, It, but it adds a little life to the show, I think. It's kind of so bizarre. It's like, hey, what the fuck? But it, I think it, it works a little bit in a weird way. What about you? Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing that just grated on my nerves so much. It's just, now, granted, I've not seen a lot of anime, but I do know intros for anything. You want to talk about Sailor Moon or, God, you could even take Hamtaro. I mean, as real upbeat. This intro reminds me so much of just those insanely upbeat, but kind of like a party scene. So the music's like really pumping. And what you're seeing on the screen just didn't, I don't see them doing that. Like there's, there's doing like little almost half dance numbers. And I'm just not, to me, it was totally out of place, especially if it was more of an upbeat show, but it's a dark show. It's a depressing show overall. Yeah, it's, it's a red herring. Um, it's a red herring. And I yeah. like that it's a red herring because <laughs> you're like, wait, what? what? totally threw me off when it first started i'm like oh well, this is going to be interesting are they in a club i mean this is this is happening and it's like oh they're they're in somewhere it's, they're in a bar and it's not quite as happening yeah it's not so yeah I, it, it it's just struck me so so weird and i just yeah yeah I, I, maybe it'll grow on me i don't know i just after the first time i just skip right over it like i i, I can't do it i can't do yeah. it again it's no. definitely not going to make on my go on my playlist I, I understand. It's one of the, I mean, I like the band who does the opening. I like them, but it's just so out of place. It's a fun song. Yeah, Flying is a fun song. And also the animation itself is really cool. Even though it's... A, it's yeah, it looks good. It looks it's, excellent. I, I'm very impressed with it. So if you were to take the intro sequence just by itself, take it out where it doesn't represent the show at all, and with that music, great intro sequence. 
in addition, like, yeah, it would be insanely entertaining. It'd be like a music video. You'd have a good time with it. Just it's it's the inclusion. Right, and the, the thing they do is they show that little bumper right at the beginning where you start and you get kind of halfway introduced to the characters, and then they cut to the intro, so it's it's really dark and gloomy, and then yeah, boom, then the, boom, boom, fun, 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 and goes back to dark and gloomy, and it's just, it throws me yeah. off. I think that would have been better as the PV, the video, like, teaser trailer for the show. If that was a teaser trailer, and then it's all dark and gloomy, that would have been more effective. I could get behind that. That's right. That's probably what, and you know what, now that I think did they do it that way? I don't know. Maybe they, there was the teaser trailer and they stuck with it. I don't know, but I do know it's going to be... Because this isn't based on a manga. This is something completely original animation. So I'm intrigued as to where they're going to go with this. I really am. Is that fairly unusual in in the anime world? Is something not being based on a graphic novel or anything like that? As of late, that's been the case. I mean, there's a few exceptions. Like Space Dandy was an exception to the rule. Kill a Kill was an anime, now it's a manga. But for the most part, a lot of times, it is the manga comes first, then the anime. It's not unusual, but it's this one, I don't think there is going to be a manga to it. It's just going to be straight up just the anime. That's it. I kind of like that. Not everything needs to be something else. It, it doesn't, just is what it is, and it's an anime, and it's a show. It doesn't need to be a book. It That's doesn't it. need that. I just hope that they don't do a live action. I hope they don't, because this one... The animation works for it so well because all the little things, like you see, whatever game they're playing, there is inclusion of something ethereal to it. Like, for example, they're playing darts, and on the dartboard, all the scenes are limbs and organs. Or the bowling balls have hearts in them. Or in the pool game, it's different parts of their body and all the balls, and you have to hit the specific balls of the other person. Oh, I like that. That's morbid. I don't know how they're going to do the DDR, the arcade one, though, because the next episode is going to be an arcade. I'm trying to figure out how that's going to work. Maybe they're still trying to figure it out, too. <laughs> That's no, I just, a pretty difficult call. Well, we'll see how it goes. He looks, And I like that when you see how Queen Dequiem looks, it's very dark, very simple, very circular room. Then once whatever the roulette chooses, then the entire bar transforms. And that's the only magical thing you see in the whole show, pretty much. Besides the... Um, everything gets bright, and it's kind of cool in a way, because it's, it, like I said, everything's real dark, gloomy. It's like it's all like a hole in the wall bar or a pub. And then you hit, you hit the button. Oh, yeah, I got an issue with the button, too. But uh, you, you hit the button, and then, you know, stuff pops out of everywhere. And things tend to be, at least, like, if there's a dark game, the dark game is bright. Colors on it are bright and lively, which, and even the bowling game, everything's bright and lively. And it's such a different than the bar itself. I don't know. It's really cool. For me being critical of the series, I really like that part. I like the just the... the the contrast between what it looks like before and then what it looks like when it transforms into the game. So what is the button? I got to hear about the button now. What do you think about the button? <laughs> what is your thing with the button? The, the, I don't like the button. I, the, the button has just become, especially because it's just, it's, it's a big red button. We could come up with something else. We, we've done the box. We've done the Staples little easy button. I just got an issue with the big red button. Like there's some, there's, you could do anything. I mean, it, I don't know. You could have a, I don't, I'd be fine with a lever. I'd be fine with, you know, they pin the tail on the donkey, anything, anything to start the game, but not, not a red button. You, they could have made it a blue button. I've been happier. Just the big red button. It's been done. Make it, you know, be creative, especially your creative series. You should be able to come up with something better than a big red. I kind of, like I said, the roulette wheel, I just, that's the one thing that throws me off. And since we we have the wheel of manga, for those of you who don't know, which is a roulette wheel, it's kind of like, what the fuck? You could do better than that. You really could. You filmed that, send that in and just, like, why don't you include a picture of 
me spinning a roulette wheel and pretty your stupid square. Just put that in. I'll I'll do the wheel of I'll do the wheel of destiny or whatever it is. The roulette wheel of yeah, pick your whatever, game. Whatever it is. I think that's oh, one last thing before we get into likes, dislikes overall the show. I like the fact that above the elevator those things spin. They change constantly. Oh, yes. That is okay, here's a question. This is an honest question. I really don't think there's a spoiler here. Basically we've already covered that, you know, it's kind of purgatory and they're dealing with heaven and hell. Zan, is there any rhyme or reason to which elevator travels which direction? It doesn't seem Have like... Have you been able to figure that out? No, because it seems like in order to guess where it goes, you have to look at the diamond above it with the face. It's either going to have the Oni face or the Miko face. And I'm guessing the Miko face is reincarnation and the Oni face, the devil face, is going to be the void. That's the only way I could tell. Because okay. at first I thought maybe it's the one in the right and then the one in the left, but then episode two throws that, that theory right out the window because, you know, they both... Yeah, they got the major plot twist. They both... Or episode three, they, yeah. No, episode three, they both go to the same place. So it's like... Yeah, that threw me off. I've been trying to figure it out. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if there's a... Oh, sorry. I don't know if there's a rhyme reason to it. And maybe they'll explain more about that. Like, I, I don't know. I'm wondering if there's not more to the elevators than uh, meets the eye. I'm also curious if we're ever going to kind of see either direction that one travels. I, I don't know if we're going to cover that at all. It'd be kind of interesting to see... Well, the void may be too interesting it might be really cheap animation too but i still like to see what happens when someone goes there well it, i like the fact that it doesn't it's not just one you can go either way and i like that no character is safe it's you'd think oh one's gonna be good one's gonna be bad no it could be both are good both are bad one's good one's bad and the, the options are endless and it's like, how you back in the game it's not just what you did in life it's how you perform the game you know, and not just perform in the game, but also, are you empathetic? Or are you a complete asshole? Um, those things seem to factor in. I mean, realistically, all things considered, in the first one, well, w- w- that, that, that would be a spoiler, but there's, it's definitely not just about the game. It's about how you play the game. And I like that. Because it seems like, because apparently, one other spoiler, in the movie, they pretty much explain that the game is set beforehand. They predetermine the game. It's just for their their participants' benefit that they do the roulette wheel thing to kind of give them that illusion. Give them a sense of chance that this is something that's just happening and anything can happen. Yeah, but I mean, like, in the... Some spoilers, because it's been more than X amount of years, but in the short, something happens in the game, and when one of the characters confronts Decium, he says, look, the deal was, by all counts, this is the outcome that could have happened, but you changed it, because I never said you couldn't change it, and by you changing it, that changed everything around. I like that a lot. I think that really the hook of the series. Overall, it's it's not just about... You know, because you can be a real scumbag in real life or, or a really great person seemingly in real life. And, yeah, you know, you, you can, depending on how you treat people after the fact and how really how competitive you are, I think that factors in, too. If We really haven't, and I don't know if we really will see that. Well, we, we probably will. But as far as someone that's really competitive, I'm going to win this because screw you. Because so far, the, you get a feeling that the characters have a have a relationship beforehand, and they're not gonna, you know, they're not just gonna give a big fuck you to, to to whoever's there with them. Well, like I said, the short was there were two strangers, so I don't know. 
Yeah, I wonder if the next episode's going to be that. That's going to be interesting. Do we know when the next episode airs or when uh, it's yeah. available? Yeah, it's Saturday. It's going to be Saturday night, so it's going to be Sunday morning. Oh, okay, I'm going to have to keep myself uh, available for that one. Yeah, no, it's it's one of the newer series. So overall, now, for those of you who don't know, all of our podcasts, we have a unique rating system. We don't use stars. We don't use numbers. We don't use thumbs up, thumbs down. We have phrases. Now, these phrases are how we determine how the series is. Our lowest rating, this means the series is terrible. We wouldn't let anyone see it. We wouldn't show it to our family or our worst enemy. It's O Tezuka-sama. It burns. Our second lowest, which is there's one redeeming factor, is meh. I don't see the hype. From there, our average middle ground, you know, it's not great, not bad. It's just, it is it is what it is. It's going to be, you watch it on Hulu or Crunchyroll or whatever website you use. If it's really good, but there's only one flaw, you borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered something. I'd say you, unless you're offered an elevator ride. <laughs> Fitting. And if it's really good, I'd... You know what? It's been the same in every other podcast, and that means it's really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't watch this now, your brain will freeze your eyes and swap you. It'll be four for the great Soma Gusar, but we call it really, really, really fucking cool. So now for me personally, I'm going to have to give this really, really, really fucking cool because it was a series which was not even on my radar. I hadn't heard about it, but it's, I think, one of the best things this season has to offer. It's something different. It's unique. I love the design of the characters. I love the, the atmosphere. While there are a couple of flaws, I think the overall story kind of pushes those away. But that's my feelings about it. Ooh. <laughs> We're going to disagree on this one. I, I liked it. There's no doubt I liked it. But I was more in the just mid-round category. Basically washed on Hulu, Crunchyroll. Okay. I really can't. But, but that's it, you know, it's a preference of mine. I, there was, I thought there was a lot of stuff it did right. I just, I couldn't get over some of the, just the, the premise, like I said, would remind me of a single episode of, say, Black Mirror. But I'm not sure. And my, to be fair, I'm giving this, this mid, mid-range ranking right now. I'm going to keep watching it. I reserve the right to change that ranking if oh, yes. I feel different. Because right now I'm not seeing if they're going to be able to really pull this off for 12 episodes and still make it completely entertaining without rehashing old stuff. Uh, if they're able to do that, they could. Yeah, I, I'm I'm open to uh, bumping it up. To bumping it up. I, I mean, I don't know if I unless they really like blow me out of the water. I don't know if I could give it a really, really, really fucking cool ranking, but I could give it for definitely borrow from a friend ranking if they if they could keep up the quality. Well. I, I, that's completely understandable, and I think this is one of those shows we're actually going to come back to because it is, like I said, usually we watch the whole series. This one we're just starting out with, and so far I think it's pretty good compared to a series about two bears that are dressed as human girls who want to eat other girls for some bizarre reason. You have a show about, I think, another Pokemon's out? You have another show which it's about magical boys with a cute pink koala bear oh sign me up for that one apparently it's good but i'm like i'm not gonna watch that one and then you have tokyo ghoul season two and psychopath season two which psychopath season two i'll give it a chance because psychopath i i enjoyed it you know baz hated it but i mean this and yatterman are my two big shows of the season and parasite but parasite that's last season it's still coming out though I know these are like 
series you've never heard of, but <laughs> never, never heard of. It actually kind of sounded like you had Tourette's for a minute. I was no, yeah, like, well, no. I don't understand what's going on here. No, no worries, no worries. But point is that this is, I think it's a good series. And also, if it's a Senen series that's done well and it's not stupid like Salaryman Kentaro, which follows a guy rising up the ranks to become the greatest Salaryman possible, I dig it. <laughs> There's... Okay, I, 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 I have to ask a question. Did you just make that up? No. Or is that an actual... No, that's a real series. Oh, sweet Jesus. And and that's the first season. Then it goes into from salaryman to director to executive to vice president. I think the season they're on now is, is company president, Kentaro. And people watch this. This is for like the 40 to 50-year-old crowd. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay, that's uh, I, I've I've lost some faith in humanity, somewhat Japanese culture now too. That, that's disappointing to me. No, I really I, like them. No, I mean there's some great shows that they have which are sending, um, which are amazing. I mean like the show Cooking Papa. It's a show which is you hear it, you're like this is going to be retarded, and it's brilliant. It's about a guy who's an executive who he cooks for his family and doesn't want anyone to know he's a cook, but he's an amazing cook. And every well, episode, I could see, but and it teaches you how to cook. It's kind of cool. Or bartender. Yeah. Which, I, I see those. I, I I could definitely see those. I just the 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 you know corporate man, executive man. I, it just that's uh, it almost seems like a little bit of uh, brainwashing in a way too. Yeah, just a little bit. But overall, good show. We're definitely gonna hit this one up again. Definitely later on. Like I said, it's on Saturdays if I remember correctly. Saturday nights, Sunday mornings. You can watch it then. Same day as the as you got her man. It might be Saturdays. I'm not sure, but. It's, just Sunday is the best day if you want to pick up and watch all your shows you're watching. Like, yeah, so next episode, I think that's it. So remember, you can check out any of our other episodes at www.spyrocon.com. You can email us at spyrocon at gmail.com. We'll be getting you an email soon once everything's all set up. Oh, great. And you can ask us any questions or comments or concerns. And next episode, we'll figure it out because we don't have a system right now for the anime corner. We'll figure it out. We we're, gonna... we're just, you know, throw, it, throw whatever we can at the wall and see what sticks. So, you know. Hang out with us. Yes, hang out. At least we're entertaining, right? That's the goal. So with that in mind, this is Zan. And this is Michael. We're Gonsville. Catch you next time. I'm not caught in